everyone welcome to another episode of words of heart in today's episode we have the privilege of speaking with jay schiffman thank you for joining us today jay thank you so much for having me awesome so jay if you could start by telling my listeners a bit about yourself a bit about your story or whatever you feel comfortable sharing that would be great happy to um i consider myself an advocate a storyteller a coach a consultant uh, all around the issues of substance misuse and mental health and drug use i am 11 years in recovery from a issue of addiction and misuse that was mostly with prescription pills and started as a teenager and so now as a person who's getting a second chance in a world where so sadly most people don't even get there first i believe that it is my mission and truly my calling to be a voice uh for these issues to help end stigma to help educate people and to honestly clear up a lot of the misconceptions around these issues that are prevalent awesome um Do you have any um, tips for those who are um, undergoing um, those particular issues or any um, advice you give your clients who are going through what you have undergone in the past? Yeah, definitely. There's there's a lot. You know, the, 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 the main one that I give to people is that even in the darkest moments, remember that that there can be hope. And and I know, I know that sounds cheesy and like something we'll see in a Hallmark movie or something, but, uh, (laughs) but it's true. You know, it is true. And, um, I personally lived through two suicide attempts and overdose, uh, a lot of things that people would, you know, be like, how did you bounce back from that? And and the, the simple fact is in those moments, I didn't think there was hope. Uh, but here I am on the other side telling you that you can get through it too. Um, awesome. And I don't think that's cheesy at all. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I live by that um, standby pretty much my whole life. And that in the darkest of circumstances is when the light is truly revealed. Um, I got diagnosed with diabetes a year ago. Um, at the start of the pandemic and most people would see that as a negative especially when we're in the midst of a virus but I didn't see it as a negative I saw it as God's way of giving my life more purpose giving me a chance to live my life because if I hadn't been diagnosed well I wouldn't be here so I completely understand your perspective that there is hope and there is a light at the end of the tunnel well, props to you for, for being a shining example of this. And we need more people to, to be that and be public about it. Thank you. Um, I'm trying to think of something else we can discuss. Again, I don't really <laughs> ask questions. <laughs> That's not how my podcast works. Well, um, you know, if it would be helpful, uh, I can give a couple other tips. Um, That would be helpful, in <laughs> fact, yes. So I would say that the second one is always reach out. And, and let me give an example of that. When I was at my absolute worst, my lowest moments, and by the way, uh, for me, that wasn't even, you know, the, the, the times that I went through uh, 
like I said, uh, attempting suicide and overdose. Uh, these were later. I mean, things continued to spiral from there. I felt that there was nobody in my life that I could reach out to. And, and in reality, that was the hopelessness. That was the depression of where I was talking. That wasn't that wasn't real. That wasn't realistic. So I always tell people, number one, even when you feel like it's not true, remember that there are others out there who want to be there for you and want to hear from you. So that's number one. But also, if you truly believe that there's nobody in your life who will take the time and be with you, I will. You know, I tell people, find me on my website, which is jshiffman.com, J-A-Y-S-H-I-F-M-A-N.com, and reach out to me there. Reach out to me on social media. I'm jshiffman or choose your struggle on every social media. I've had people reach out over TikTok. So, you know, the conversations can start anywhere. But please, we have a saying, those of us who do this work, we'd rather spend two hours talking to you today than two hours at your funeral tomorrow. So please reach out. Awesome. Well said. Um, how have you been affected by the pandemic? If you don't mind me asking, okay. being in isolation. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a great question. I am very lucky. Uh, two ways. Number one, I have a wife who is very supportive and uh, a very cute dog. And so the two of them are wonderful therapy for me in that respect. So I don't feel completely alone. But also I live in an area where it's very easy to get outside. And so even during the worst of it, you know, I can go out, go out with my mask on and go for a jog or all that kind of thing. So, you know, I, I, I have felt very isolated. I miss my friends a lot, like all of us do. I miss simple things. You know, I'm a very social person. And so I miss going uh, out and, you know, going to a ball game, going to things like that. Um, and, and I don't want to minimize that because when we, when we talk about how everyone's struggling, sometimes it can get lost in there you know, that your struggles are real and they're valid and it's okay to feel the way that you're feeling. Um, but, but I've been very lucky in that uh, while I am lonely, while things have been difficult, I'm trying to, you know, keep my eye on providing, um, you know, being there for people, providing value for people. A uh, perfect example is when the pandemic first started, uh, I lost, I'm, I'm a public speaker, that's my background. I lost five uh, speaking gigs in, in two days, like right off the bat, right? And I was like, man, this year is going to be difficult. And it, it, I was like, okay, how can I continue to uh, be of service, be there for people during this difficult time when I you know, can't be out speaking, right? And so I threw up a, a post on social media, on my podcast, on my website, just saying to people, if you need something right now, reach out i will happily be there we can just chat you know that's that's all it's gonna be no expectations nothing just just a conversation and i was inundated there were so many people who just wanted somebody to listen and so for the next couple of months that was what i was doing a lot of the time was just talking to people who wanted to be told that it's okay to feel the way they were feeling that even though other people had it worse you know the little things that were bothering them still matter you know and uh, it's, it gave me a sense of purpose and a sense of, of connection. And it really helped me get through the, the toughest times of, of the pandemic. Awesome. And um, to touch on what you mentioned earlier, um, normally I wouldn't share this, but um, I can understand um, the dark um, thoughts. I mean, I've never experienced any type of addiction of any kind, but um, 
I can understand the whole keeping your emotions bottled up and not seeking help or reaching out to someone. Um, growing up, um, I had a lot of health deficiencies, and um, even though they shaped me into who I am, and I saw the positive um, silver lining to things. Um, it was still really difficult because I was different than anybody else. I got picked on and bullied pretty severely. Um, people made fun of me when I got a question wrong. And um, I was at those, I did have those dark points where, okay, um, what's the point of me actually being around? But um, as you stated earlier and as I stated earlier there, <laughs> is a reason your life does have purpose and value and meaning and there is a light at the end of the tunnel um i and i'm sure as many other people um come to realize i did see that light um and it took me a i mean <laughs> i had my faith to lean on i don't know what the case may be for others but um yeah, just to reiterate what you were um, speaking on as far as questioning one's existence, I can completely understand that. Well, thank you so much for sharing. It, it, it takes a lot uh, to 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 do that. And, you know, unfortunately, the stigma around being vulnerable is very real. So I applaud you uh, and, and, and say that I'm glad that, you know, you uh, were able to find a way to to keep going on and also to not minimize how real those feelings are you know a lot of times you'll hear ridiculous things like oh well you know every every kid goes through something or everybody and and, and there is some truth to that but that but but just focusing on that has a way of saying oh you shouldn't you know your your issue wasn't that real or whatever the case is so you know thank you for 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 speaking up but also more than that uh props to you for for recognizing now being able to look back and say you know that was really a tough thing that i made it through and, and finding strength in that thank you um trying to think of another fun some <laughs> a fun related question oh i know i can ask you if you can have any superpower and it can't be public well i guess it can be public speaking um, <laughs> if you can have any superpower what would it be that's a great question that's a fun question i um my oh man this is this is difficult because uh, i'm a i'm really big into uh you know i grew up on on x-men and uh stuff like that uh, i'm more of a star I, it, the only more difficult question would be like who would you be in the star wars universe we would talk for the next hour but um I, I think i think the answer is my two favorite uh superheroes growing up uh were black panther and nightcrawler uh from x-men and while i would love to be the black panther that ain't me i'm not i'm, I'm a white dude a white, little white jewish guy i'm not gonna be the black panther so I would say that if I could have any superpower, it would be Nightcrawler from X-Men. Um, I hate being stuck in traffic. Uh, I would love more than anything to be able to blink my eyes and be somewhere. Um, 
when I lived in New York uh, with with one of my brothers, we a lot of times while standing on a subway platform would, you know, he would he would look at me, grab my arm and close his eyes and pretend that we were we were nightcrawler, you know, disappearing off to where we were trying to go because waiting on a cold subway platform is the worst. So uh, I would say that, you know, that's probably not one that people say a lot is is nightcrawler's abilities. But uh, that was my that's my favorite. And I, w- I would definitely have to be him. Okay. Um, what about you? My superpower. Um, I would have to go with reading people's minds. I know people might find it to be weird, but I feel like it would be a lot easier to interact with people and there won't be such awkwardness or nervousness because you already know what each other is thinking. But, so, or at least I. But would. wouldn't that take <laughs> some of the fun out of out of life if you just knew what everyone was thinking right off the bat? Uh, you can say no. You can be like, "Nah, man, forget it. I want to know everything what people are thinking right now." E- I, yeah, I want to. I want to know what people <laughs> are thinking. Well, since you brought up Star Wars, I guess we can add this to the fun little mix. <laughs> What force would you be on? Would you be on the dark side? <laughs> or would you be on the light side? Uh, I mean, easily light side. I, I understand, like, it takes more work, right? I mean, so those of you who are big Star Wars fans know that this idea that it's just between choosing good and, between good and bad is wrong. It, it's, it, it's not that at all. Choose What you're choosing between is discipline and hard work and sort of the easiness of giving over to the dark side, right? And and that's sort of what the whole downfall of Anakin Skywalker is about, is that from the moment that he comes into the movies, he wants the easy path. He wants the path that, that gives him the most power in a short amount of time. And unfortunately, we know that leads to the dark, the dark side. So, you know, I personally would, um, I, I definitely would, struggle because i'm a person who i i like hard work when it's something i care about but but when it's something that's like tedious oh my god it's so hard for me that being said i personally would be willing to put in the hard work because you look at the roster of the leaders on the light side and man it's just so much better right uh obi-wan <laughs> is a beast and and uh qui-gon is a beast and um, I mean, there's just so many. So I, I definitely would love to be a, a Jedi. And, 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 you know, even though I understand a lot of the criticism against Jedi, I, I personally would, would want to be one. How can there be any criticism? You have a lightsaber and you can <laughs> like control the elements with just a wave of your hand. Yeah. So uh, there, a lot of the criticism is that, um, well, okay. So a lot of the criticism is that they're sort of, um, I guess the right word would be naive, uh, that they, that they are constantly like at one point, it is very clear that that Palpatine is evil and even some of them know it but they're like we have to do this the right way and all this kind of stuff right and I get that um and also another criticism is that they kind of are one-sided in a way that you know that they they sort of are are willing to stick their note their their necks out 
if it serves the quote-unquote republic but not always just when it's good that's sort of a later movie thing you know in in the in the um, original trilogy the jedis are just good but in the prequels it's much more nuanced so that's where a lot of the criticism criticism comes from and and then you kind of get the tie up at the end where where you know yoda and and luke are like it's time for the jedi to, to end Right. Are you a big Star Wars fan? I yeah. am. I am. And I like how we kind of initiated that into the conversation. Because <laughs> um, we're talking about light and dark. Well, and how they all coincide with each other in a way. I could talk Star Wars all the time. My, my podcast logo is uh for, for those of you listening who have not heard, you know heard me before it's it's um me as han solo with a microphone in my hand instead of a, a blaster and in my other hand i'm holding a notebook um that's 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 actually my logo that i i just sort of started using for the podcast so um i'm that big of a star wars fan and um you know it, it, it's one of those things that like I have friends of mine that like that's what we bonded over. Uh, my wife and I are both big fans, and uh, every every year, uh, you know, I grew up Jewish, she grew up Christian, and we didn't really have a hop uh, a holiday to celebrate together. So my wife created one and called it Han Solstivus, and so we we put our our gifts under a Han Solo cutout and that kind of thing. So yes, I'm a very big Star Wars fan. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Oh, so you've had to have seen the Mandalorian? Oh then. yes, very, very yes. I, I love it very much. <laughs> Do you care to share your thoughts on that final sequence of the season? Oh man, because I'm actually gonna ask um, it. You know, I would say without giving too much away, <laughs> it was what we were hoping for. Although, let me take that back. It was what we were expecting, although there were a couple fan theories that I kind of was privately hoping for a little bit more. Um, I I really enjoyed the fact that Ahsoka made it in. If you're not a big Star Wars fan and you're like, who was that person? Um, And that's understandable. You know, she never appeared in a movie. Uh, And and all of a sudden, and and Bo-Katan too, the the other Mandalorian woman. these are people that are really big in the cartoons, which are fire, by the way. Go watch the cartoon. And uh, I honestly did not like Ahsoka early on. And then she gets way better and is amazing in The Mandalorian. Bo-Katan is one of my favorites. I love Bo-Katan. Um, yeah, The Mandalorian did a really good job of bringing in who we wanted to see. And uh, now, going into the next season, getting rid of the one character that I just hated... Uh, and, and it helps to the fact that the, the woman playing her is just a terrible person. But I didn't even like her character, and so I'm very okay that she's leaving. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm okay with that too, as long as they keep, you know, yes, Grogu and the Mandalorian person. They don't, they, they don't need everybody else. They just need to keep little baby Yoda. <laughs> And Mando, who I'm still mad, took off his mask. Yeah, I'm spoiling <laughs> that, but they're gonna figure it out. You know now. who I love uh, is Ming. Oh, what, what's the actress's name? Ming Ming Na Wen. Is that um, Ming Na Wen? Yeah, who who played the 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 bounty hunter who becomes a cyborg 
uh, towards the end of the fir- second season. Uh, she was also in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She was in Mulan. She was, you know, very famous actress. Uh, she's amazing. I, I love her and everything she does. And so seeing her pop up in Mandalorian was very cool. I'm gonna have to Google search her because I just saw the new Mulan. She was in the original. She was. She was. Uh, oh, uh, uh, she was. Um, um, so she was the the, the uh, what was I trying to say? That she was the voice of the um, uh, I think the original Mulan actor actor character. Cool. See, yeah, I'm gonna do some Google searching now. That's so cool. Cause I was thinking they should have had her play the voice actress of the live action one. Man, she would have been. Yes, she would have been. <laughs> well, we can keep talking Star Wars, Mando, light side, dark side. <laughs> how cool it would be to have a lightsaber. I would want a purple lightsaber because it's my favorite color. But um, we're getting um, close to the end of this awesome conversation. Did you want to plug in your podcast or your website before we wrap up here? Or to say anything encouraging? I would say once again, thank you so much for, for allowing this opportunity. If you're interested in hearing more from me, you can check me out on uh, my, my podcast, Choose Your Struggle, uh, which is available anywhere you listen to podcasts or find me on social media. I am Jay Schiffman or Choose Your Struggle wherever you are social media on social media. Awesome. Well, Jay, thank you for joining me today. This was an awesome conversation. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me. (laughs) And to all my listeners, stay safe, stay healthy. And if you ever need anyone to talk to, please reach out. I can't agree more. (laughs) Until next time.